Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is October 23rd, and this is for the week of October 23rd through the 29th. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am I am totally uh, just out of words, out of energy. Uh, this seems to be, for me at least, the Mercury retrograde that refuses mm -hmm. to end. It is the final Mercury retrograde of 2021, thankfully. But man, is it hanging around or what? Yeah. Um, hopefully you're not feeling it as strongly in your world. But uh, real quick, to go back to last week, we mentioned that Angelina Jolie did a book signing <laughs> at right. our neighborhood bookstore. That's right. And we didn't know the name of the book at the time, so I looked it up, and the book is called Know Your Rights and Claim Them, A Guide for Youth. That's right. So it's a book aimed at kids and saying, hey, listen, there's a lot for you you got to deal with on this planet. Okay, I don't know anything about the book, but I think it's something to do with just acknowledging that kids have some challenges ahead of them in this life. And uh, I think we all know Angelina Jolie is a Gemini. And oh, sure. She has an Aries moon, and she is Cancer rising. And we are in Scorpio now, and Angelina Jolie has no Scorpio. I, I mm. scoured her chart for yeah. it just to see if she had any significant Scorpio. But in the meantime, we are all in Scorpio. The sun went into Scorpio late Friday night, early Saturday morning, depending on your time zone. And uh, yeah, it's Scorpio season. Mm -hmm. Amy, how would you sum up Scorpio season in, in one word? Intense. Intense, yeah. Intense is a word that definitely comes up quite a bit anytime we talk about Scorpio. Also, uh, mysterious. Scorpio yeah. can definitely have a mysterious quality to it. I would say that Scorpio does not necessarily just blindly give its trust. It wants yeah. to make sure yeah. it knows who you are before it lets you in. So it can come off as a bit mysterious. Also, anytime we're dealing with Scorpio-related situations, it usually involves us having to dig deep within ourselves, touching in with our own psyches, mm -hmm. doing what they call shadow work, you know, getting in touch with that other side of ourselves that we don't necessarily like to present to the world, that part of ourselves that we like to keep hidden. And when we are in Scorpio, we are encouraged, or you know, at least the energy is in the air, that it's okay to bring that side of you out, perhaps. Uh, bring it to the light, even if it scares you. Mm. Uh, I don't know what that means. I mean, I'm all superficial, surface person. I'm a Sagittarius with a Gemini moon. What you see is what you get. But um, no, I guess I have a shadow side too. How would you describe my shadow side, Almy? Oh, not man. to put you on the spot yeah. or anything. <laughs> what do you, I'm, I'm still not sure, I guess, what we mean by shadow side. Yeah, I don't think I know either. But anytime you read up on Scorpio, it talks about the shadow side. Oh. And again, I think that's that other life that we have. I think it's that, um, again, it's that life that we don't necessarily present to the world. It's our other habits, our other interests, our other hobbies, maybe weird sexual stuff. I don't know. But it's that side that you don't willingly volunteer that you only share with the most intimate people in your life or maybe you don't share it with them at all maybe there's certain things you just keep to yourself for this entire life okay so is your shadow side like last night when you got mad when i paused the morning show and then a few minutes later got up and declared you couldn't watch any more of the morning show 
Yeah, I think that's a great. I think that's a great example. Yeah, I I maxed out on the morning show. And you were so mad when I paused it. Yeah. And then later you just, just abruptly got up and you were like, I can't watch any more of this. It just threw off my rhythm completely. And yeah. the morning show is a show that's a little challenging for me to watch to begin with. I know. And I thought I had a really good rhythm going, and I was allowing myself to not necessarily enjoy the show, but at least to watch it. And then, um, yeah, there's an abrupt pause. And um, I just couldn't get back into it. Yeah, I guess that is my shadow side. I guess so. It, I understand Jennifer Aniston was not in the episode at all, Yeah, which it w- threw yeah. a lot of us off. Yeah, it did throw us off. But yeah, there you go. It's a great example. And yeah. I don't even know what that example was. But yeah, <laughs> I clearly don't know what a shadow side is. So if your shadow side involves you watching the morning show and then deciding that you can't watch the morning show, you are not alone. I'm still trying to watch it, though. I, I still see some nuggets in there that keep me going. So uh, that's that's kind of, um, yeah, I'm really sorry for anyone listening to this. I don't know why I went on this tangent, but hey, there we go. Yeah, well, more on that in a sec. Just, you know, a lot of this is just Mercury getting back up to speed. It's kind of throwing off our communications. <laughs> and there's a lot of Pluto energy in the air. There's a lot of Scorpio energy in the air. There was a very intense end to last week. Of course, with Mars squaring off with Pluto. And both Mars and Pluto have a history with Scorpio. Mm, Mars was originally Scorpio's ruling planet. And then Pluto came along and they said, well, Scorpio, we're taking you away from Mars. We're going to give you Pluto instead. And Mars and Pluto were battling it out in the sky last Thursday, October Mm. 21st, or Friday, October 22nd, depending on your time zone. And that's an influence that can also hang around for a bit. You know, when the moon does stuff, like if the moon is squaring Mars, if the moon is squaring Pluto, the moon zips around pretty quick compared to other planets. And the moon influence can last for like two hours. With this Mars square Pluto, you know, we're feeling it a few days before. We're feeling it the day of. We're feeling it a few days afterwards. So that's kind of like a week-long influence, I would say. And it's really intense energy. Mars is that planet that rules our aggression, our actions. It rules violence. And Pluto is that planet that, well, it represents death. It it represents endings. It represents ultimate power. Uh, Pluto doesn't need us. Pluto does not make us feel special. You know, if you want to feel special, you look to Venus, uh, but you don't look to Pluto. (laughs) Pluto is like, listen, you know, none of us make it out of here alive. You know, we are limited as humans, all that kind of stuff. It's not uplifting energy. So when Mars and Pluto are squaring off, You can see uh, terrible things unfold in the world and or there could just be some intensity within yourself, a lot of inner turmoil. But it's not uh, rainbows, unfortunately. Mm. And we had, uh, you know, of course, a very tragic incident on a movie set last Mm, week. Just awful. And um, we're in Scorpio. That was was this week. Yeah. Well, it's Saturday. It's still this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at in terms of I have no idea where I am. It it happened (laughs) two days ago, right? Two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just got me to thinking, you know, as far as like astrology and, and where we are just with our own charts, it might be a good time to take a look and see where Pluto is in your chart just to give you a feel of what we're going to be dealing with for the next month or so while the sun is in Scorpio. And Mars, before too long, will be going into Scorpio as well. Mm. So there is going to be this real Plutonian energy out there in the world. And, uh, you know, it's already a stressful situation in the world to begin with. The last couple of years have been just, you know, use whatever word you want to describe. But it's been tough. 
And the Scorpio energy we're about to go through now is going to bring more things to the light. There's going to be more things for us to talk about. It's not necessarily going to get easier. And I don't mean to create some kind of bleak scenario either. I mean, there's just certain things that need to be addressed and that are going to continue to be addressed. And that's one of the great things Scorpio does. It brings things to the surface. It says, let's not be scared to talk about this stuff. Let's bring it out into the open. Let's communicate about it. So what I was getting at before was look at see where Pluto is in your chart. Like in my case, if I look at my chart, Pluto was in the ninth house when I was born. And the ninth house rules, uh, it's like religion and spirituality. It's higher learning. It's international travel. Uh, the ninth house is, is um, ruled by Sagittarius. Um, in Almy's chart, it's in the sixth house. She has Pluto in the sixth house. And uh, it, which is usually ruled by Virgo. Mm. So Almy's Pluto is around um, work. Mm -hmm. Virgo is all about work, mm -hmm. how you relate to the people that you work with, and okay. also how you serve people. Because okay. uh, Virgo is all about service. And, um, and the other thing to look at, and this is a good one too, Pluto is currently in Capricorn. So I would suggest you look at your chart. What house is ruled by Capricorn in your chart? Because that's where Pluto's going through right now. Like uh, Pluto and Capricorn, I'm Capricorn rising. So my first house is ruled by Capricorn. So I currently have Pluto going through my first house. And again, anytime Pluto, wherever you find that, that's an area of your life where there's going to be some stops and starts. There's going to be some beginnings. There's going to be some endings. There's going to be some transformations. It's not an area where you're going to be allowed to just stand pat, if that's the proper term. Uh, there's going to need to be some actions taken. There are going to need to be some transformations that are made, You know, whether you willingly want them to happen, whether they happen for you to put you in a better place, what have you. So, um, And Pluto stays in a sign for you know anywhere from 15 to 20 years. So it's not something you can just shake off. You know, It's, mm -hmm. it's going to be wherever it is in your chart, whatever part of your chart is going through, you're going to be dealing with that for a significant part of your life. Um, so right now, mine's going through the first house. And the first house is your rising sign. It's how you present yourself to the world. So if I look at, you know, Pluto transiting the first house, stuff that pops up is usually saying like, uh, it's going to be like me reinventing myself and how I present myself to the world, maybe changing my look, maybe changing uh, what I do. I don't know. But it's always about um, just a transformation. It's about um, digging deep, really, and, uh, and that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's yeah. Pluto. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, and then the other thing I want to talk about is that Mercury did go direct on October 18th. And as we know, when Mercury is retrograde, things can be a little uh, tricky with communications. And then the other thing is, once Mercury goes direct, like it did on October 18th, they always say to still wait, you know, give it some more time for Mercury to get mm -hmm. back up to speed. Mm -hmm. And how I'd like to try to give an example of that is that on Monday, October 18th, Mercury was at 10 degrees Libra. That's the day it went direct. And Mercury usually changes uh, degrees, like one or two degrees a day. So it might be at zero degrees one day, then the next day it's at one degree. The day after that it's at two degrees. Uh, in this case, Mercury was at 10 degrees Libra on the 18th of October. On the 19th of October, it was still at 10 degrees. On Wednesday, October 20th, it was still at 10 degrees. On Thursday, October 21st, guess what uh, degree it was at, Almy? 
10. It was at 10 degrees. So for four days there, it was frozen at, at 10 degrees. So technically it was direct again, but it, um, it wasn't moving at its regular pace. Mm. And that can also throw off communications or slow down communications or, you know, there's that side of you where it's like, man, I just want things to keep moving. I want people to get back to me when I email them, that kind of stuff. Like, why mm-hmm. is this taking so long? I want to pull mm-hmm. my hair out. Mm-hmm. And then seemingly kind of culminated today, at least in, in our world, me and Ali's neighborhood, we walk outside to go to our local coffee shop and there's just all this traffic backed up right in front of our building where there normally is not traffic, especially on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, there had been an accident or something along one of the big uh, avenues in our neighborhood, so traffic was diverted. And it was just people just driving around in circles, Mm -hmm. and they couldn't figure out how to get back to where they needed to go. And I was just like, man, if this isn't emblematic of how I've been feeling the last week or so into today, of course, it's like, geez. So that's kind of like what's going on in the air. We've got this intense energy Mm -hmm. we're dealing with and being forced to deal with. And again, Pluto represents forced change at times. So a lot of people dealing with this. And then you got Mercury not helping us communicate because Mercury is not up to speed yet. It's still kind of floating there. It's fortunately direct now. So that part's good. And as I look at this coming week, you know, Mercury is once again going to be moving, you know, one degree a day, sometimes two degrees a day. Um, again, if I knew what day it was. Well, let's see, this Monday, October 25th, Mercury will be at 13 degrees. And then by next Sunday, October 31st, already Halloween, mm. it will be at 20 degrees. So it will have moved eight days in, in a week, which is what it normally does. But we did have this little time here, and it really started on October 16th and lasted through October 21st, where Mercury was just stuck at 10 degrees. And uh, again, that's just really, really slows down communication, really makes things confusing. And um, yeah. Yeah. It is Elmi's birthday eve, by the way. Yeah. Elmi turns 21 tomorrow, October 24th. So happy early birthday, Elmi. Thank you. I've decided to turn 50 tomorrow. Let's just get that over with. Let's just celebrate my 50s now. I love that. So Elmi is celebrating a milestone birthday tomorrow. The big five zero. Yeah, like why not? And I thought we could celebrate it by transitioning to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As we do every week, we ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio perspective on life. Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And this week, Almy, I thought we'd play a little game because we've had a lot of Pluto talk thus far, and that can really bring the room down quick. Mm-hmm. So let's try to lift it back up with a little Scorpio-related trivia. Okay. And all we're going to do here is keep it super simple. It's just going to be name that Scorpio. So I'm going to give you some clues as okay. to who the person is I'm talking about. Okay. And uh, we'll see if you can guess who this person is. And um, Drake. Yeah, Drake. That's correct. I'm the first <laughs> um, Drake is a famous Scorpio. He shares Almy's birthday. Yeah. Uh, and other famous Scorpios, quick shout outs. I think of Leonardo DiCaprio. I oh, think yeah. of Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. That guy's so Scorpio. Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Is he really? Gordon Ramsay is a Scorpio. That's so yeah. Scorpio. And uh, how about this guy? This okay. guy used to host the show Survivor. Maybe he still does. He's st- it's Jeff Probst. That's correct. Yes. Jeff Probst is a Scorpio. He was born November 4th. He is about to turn 60. Or, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, I think 60 is right. When I was uh, doing my usual 30-second Google search preparing this stuff, it said 50. But that didn't seem right. That's, that's totally wrong. No yep. way. 
So now I'm wondering if he's even a Scorpio. <laughs> Where did I get my information? Okay, we're assuming that Jeff Probst is a Scorpio, though, born November 4th, but we're pretty sure he's 60. I'm pretty sure, because Survivor has been on since, what, 2000? Yeah, 2000, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, and and I remember thinking lately, like, I saw an ad on my phone, because that's where you see ads for TV shows now. I never see ads for TV on TV. I see it on my phone. Hmm. And I guess it was on Instagram or something. And it was Jeff Probst, and he's talking about the new season of Survivor. And I was thinking, oh, my God, this guy is still doing this. He still, he looks like he's aged maybe 10 years. How old is this guy? Hmm. And I looked it up, and I swear I thought it said he was going to turn 60. And it made me realize just how long Survivor has been on TV. Hmm. Anyway, another tangent about TV. All I do is watch TV. When I'm not working or trying to better myself, I watch TV. So that's kind of just, that's just part of me. Yeah. And then French television shows have you on their show to talk, to about, talk TV. about TV. So or Britney Spears. Yeah. So it works out. That's true. Being an entertainment reporter, you're right. I guess I can say that watching TV is part of my job. So thank you. Yeah. And thank you. And also keeping it in the reality TV world, this next person, you know, her family is famous for being on reality TV show. And both both of her parents actually are Scorpios. And I guess I don't really know this family's uh, the specifics, but I believe her half sister maybe is Kim Kardashian. Are you talking about the Jenners? Are you asking me which of the Jenners is a Scorpio? Yeah, the the daughter. There's two. There's Kendall and Kylie. Oh, okay. Now I learned something. So there's two. There's Kendall and Kylie. I was going for Kendall, and you, oh, okay. you, you named Kendall. So there you go. You got it right. Awesome. Kendall was born November 3rd. Okay. Uh, okay. Her parents are Caitlyn Jenner and uh, Chris Kardashian. Is that right? Yeah, I think she uses Jenner, right? Chris Jenner. I, okay. I think she still uses Jenner, but I don't know, actually. Yeah. Okay. Either way, Kendall Jenner, Chris, and Caitlyn are all Scorpios. That's right. A lot of Scorpios. Wow. Okay. And that's okay with me. I and like Kim Scorpios. is a Libra. Yeah. Kim's yeah. a Libra. This actress. Anytime I think of this actress, I always think of the movie We Need to Talk About Kevin. And I know she's is been it in Tilda like... Tilda Swinton? Yeah, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> that's the only movie I can ever think of. It's We Need to Talk About Kevin, which I saw once. Oh. And I know I've seen countless other movies that she's been in. Yeah, you saw Suspiria not long ago. She she had two roles in that movie. You know, I still have to finish Suspiria. Oh, you haven't? Okay, I'm so about okay. halfway through, and I keep putting it off, going back to it. I really, I don't know if I say I enjoyed what I saw, but what I saw was definitely very unique. It's not a movie you enjoy watching. Yeah. You just kind of experience it. It's a tough one, but yes. I am a fan of David Lynch, so I'm used to watching tough things from time to time. It does feel surreal like Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very bleak, but I'm, I'm intrigued by it for sure now that we're in Scorpio. And Tilda Swinton's a Scorpio. Tilda Swinton I is a Scorpio. Yeah, she was born November 5th. And, you know, it's a good time right now to be Tilda Swinton yeah. because we are currently in Scorpio. Tilda Swinton is a Scorpio. Tilda Swinton has a Gemini moon, and today so the do moon... I. No, I have a Pisces moon. Sorry. Yeah. I'm Gemini rising. You are Gemini okay. rising. And uh, Tilda Swinton has a Gemini moon, like me, and today the moon is in Gemini. Oh. Tilda Swinton was born during Mercury retrograde. That's cool. So next time that comes up at a party, if people are arguing about whether or not Tilda Swinton was born during Mercury retrograde, you can say, yes, she was. Of course she was. Yeah. And her Venus is in Sagittarius, and right now Venus is in Sagittarius. Oh, my so goodness. it's never been a better time to be Tilda Swinton. When you first said that, I just agreed with you. Yeah. I mean, it's always a good time to be Tilda Swinton, but now that you break it down, that is very interesting at how many things are aligning. Yeah. 
Now, this next actor, he's on a Netflix show that you've been telling me we need to watch the next season of. We haven't done it yet. Penn ba- Badgley? Yeah, I'm going to go with Badgley. Penn yeah. Badgley from the show You. Yeah. And he was born November 1st. These are There's a lot of November Scorpios up in here. You got any more of them October Scorps? I do. There's Excellent. one Scorpio left on this list, and she was born October 27th. She is in a, an Indian-American chef and TV personality. She pops up as a judge on many cooking shows, especially Chopped, and she won the 2021 Food Network Competition Tournament of Champions. That sounds really prestigious. Is it Chef Manit? Yes. Yeah. Manit Chohan. We born watched October that 27th. show, babes. Which one? The one that she just won, the Guy Fieri Tournament of Champions. Oh, that's what that that's was. That's what that is. Nice. Where all of the chefs cook against each other, and Guy Fieri has a big wheel that he spins. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some real heavyweights. I mean, every every chef that was on that show, whoa, She'd be Hall Voltaggio. of Famers. She the um maybe both of them, but mm-hmm. definitely the uh the one that isn't Brian. Oh my God, what's his name? Mike? Michael? Yes. Michael Vitaccio? Yes. So we watch a lot of celebrity cooking shows or just cooking shows in general. Yeah. Almy knows more about them than I do. I don't even know what I'm watching, but it's just whatever they make looks amazing. And I struggle to make Pop-Tarts, so I'm always impressed by anything no, that they can do. No, he's been cooking a lot lately. He's selling himself short. You are mastering the air fryer. Yes. I'm going to count that as cooking. You're doing great. I do work with the air fryer. And that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Well done, Almy. I think you got them all correct. So um, anyway, let's take a quick look at this week. Okay. As I mentioned, this weekend at least, the moon is in Gemini. So it's a great weekend for chatting, for socializing, for getting in touch with people you haven't spoken to recently. It's It's just a good weekend to have fun, to be flirtatious, to be silly, to try to not take things too seriously, to be open-minded, to be open to having different experiences. Uh, short trips, they always, anytime I read something about Gemini, it usually says like short trips mm. are involved, as opposed to Sagittarius, which usually oh, yeah. is about like international trips, trips across, across water. Trips that you don't even plan for or announce. Yes, total spontaneity, but Gemini also known for spontaneity. And not playing by the rules and doing their own thing. So mm-hmm. be a little rebellious this weekend. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying go out and, you know, you get arrested. But, no. you know, within reason, it's it's just kind of a weekend to maybe hopefully have some fun. Because it has been, uh, this past week was, was quite stressful for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And Monday, Monday, the moon will enter Cancer. And Cancer, that's that's kind of the perfect placement for the moon to be. Monday is Moon Day. The moon rules Monday. Uh, Tuesday is ruled by what planet, Almy? Uh, I don't Mercury. I don't know. You've been hanging out with me way too much. That's correct. Tuesday is ruled by Mercury. You nailed it. But the moon will be in Cancer <laughs> on Monday, so technically the moon should be happy on Monday. Um, and the Cancer Moon is also going to trine the Sun, which is in Scorpio. The Cancer Moon is very happy to see Scorpio. Let's put it that way. They're both water signs. They're going to get along well. Uh, Cancer's felt a little lonely for the last month or so. But um, Monday, Tuesday, we have a Cancer Moon. Tuesday, October 26th, the planet Venus is going to form a square with Neptune. 
And that can actually, you know, anytime Neptune's evolved, that can bring some fuzzy communication. Mm. Venus, Venus energy is all about pleasure, enjoying the moment, can be a little lazy, perhaps. So Tuesday might not be the most productive day of the work week. You might feel like you want to escape. You might want to just play hooky from work, that kind of a thing. Don't try to schedule anything too heavy for Tuesday, October 26th, unless okay. it does involve, you know, being lazy <laughs> in some capacity, okay. for lack of a better term. Um, the moon's actually going to be in Cancer for quite a while. It's going to be in Cancer all day Monday. Uh, well, I should say most of the day Monday. Uh, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday as well. It won't go into Leo until Thursday, October 28th. And then when the moon goes into Leo, that is a good time to be confident. Even if you have to fake it, <laughs> it's okay. a good time to pretend that you know what you're doing. Uh, Leo energy is all about, hey, I'm, I'm awesome. I believe in myself. I believe in other people. Let's do this thing. Uh, and we could use a little bit of that because uh, the beginning of the week is a little watery and a little emotional, perhaps, with the Scorpio and then the Cancer moon coming in. And um, so if you feel like the, the early part of the week kind of gets off uh, kind of a sloggy, for lack of a better term, it's just like a slog to the beginning of the week. By the time the moon goes into Leo on Thursday, that should hopefully give all of us a little adrenaline boost. Um, The moon is going to oppose Saturn on Thursday. The Leo moon will oppose Saturn, which is currently in Aquarius. The moon is also going to square off with the sun, which is in Scorpio. So it's not going to be all good times while the uh, moon is in Leo, but we should feel empowered enough to deal with it. And then next Saturday, October 30th, Mars is going to enter Scorpio. And uh, as I mentioned, Mars uh, used to be Scorpio's ruling planet. And while Mars has been in Libra, uh, the energy in the air can feel a little bit wishy-washy. Not that Libras are wishy-washy, but again, Libra energy likes to consider things before it acts. Mm -hmm. Libra is considerate energy. There's Mm -hmm. really no other way to put it. Mm -hmm. And Mars is that planet that doesn't want to be told what to do. It just wants to have this unbridled aggression and be able to be impulsive. And it's very difficult for Mars to be impulsive when it is in Libra. But next week, it'll transition into Scorpio, and um, it's going to be like two peas in a pod, Scorpio and Mars reunited. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's been tricky, depending on where you are in your life, but if things have stalled, if things aren't gaining as much momentum as you would have liked to, well, part of the reason is that we had six retrograde planets up till only about a week ago. Now, all of a sudden, most of those planets are direct. Now, Mercury, not only is it direct, but it's getting further away from that retrograde phase. It's starting to move again. It's not sitting there at 10 degrees Libra like it has been. And also with Mars entering Scorpio, that should give us all a bit of a drive to initiate some things and to uh, get things moving again. Anyway, we went a little long today. The moon is in Gemini, so like I said, people are going to be chatty. It is so hot in here. I wore fleece-lined sweatpants and a sweatshirt and fleece-lined slippers. I wore way too much fleece to record this podcast in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking with that one. Well, you look comfortable. Yeah. And uh, thanks, as always, for tuning in. We love you, and I think Almy is going to take us out with a fleece-lined deep (laughs) breath or two. That's right. It's time for our mini meditation to close the podcast. We're going to take three deep breaths together, but before we do that, this is the right time to make yourself comfortable. If you would like to lie down or sit down in a comfortable position, get ready and get comfy. And if you would like to close your eyes, you can do so now. 
and all together we're going to take a deep cleansing breath in through the nose, deep breath in, and slowly exhale through the mouth. And one more deep breath in, and slowly release. And last one, slow deep breath in, and slowly release. All right, excellent. Take this moment to release any tension that you may be carrying in your body. It could be in your shoulders, your jaw, your forehead, your neck, your back. Just let it all go. Maybe give yourself a nice stretch. And as always, we thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.